Welcome to Keeping It Low Key. My name is Gabriel Lobato. I'm Brendan Bridgman. And uh, we hit all the high notes with your uh, favorite musicians. And today we are joined by American Poetry Club. American Poetry Club, uh, I believe you guys are from uh, here in St. Louis, correct? Uh, yeah, I guess technically we are. Um, yeah, we all met at WashU in St. Louis. So that would put us as St. Louis uh, originators, I guess. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're kind of from all over, and we're back all over now. Um, but yeah, we played our first shows, and most of us started playing music and bands for the first time in STL. Nice, nice. Uh, so, like, uh, give me a lineup of the band. We got me. Mm-hmm. Um, we got SJ mm-hmm. on drums. Uh, we got Kaylee on keyboard, and then not with us today. Uh, but in the band is Andy Lewis on mm-hmm. uh, the lead guitar and the occasional uh, the occasional songwriter. Um, Connor on backup vocals and trumpet, and Zoe on bass and also backup vocals. Nice. So, do you guys like um uh, what kind of like form the band together? What got you guys uh, playing music? <laughs> Oh, long story. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of depth here. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, APC kind of was um, originally a side project to another band I played in with Andy called The Chair Enthusiasts. Um, that was our main band for a long time. Uh, and then I started writing a few songs um, just dealing with like personal things that I felt didn't fit with the the chair enthusiasts party rock sound necessarily mm-hmm. um so uh started recording those on my own um and then they kind of did well on the internet and i was like oh i guess i'll keep doing this um and sj was a really big uh re- really big early supporter and believer of it um sj and i played in my first band together uh, this band called Sacks to the Future, uh, otherwise known as KMD, <laughs> Kilometers Davis. Yeah, um, some deep lore there. <laughs> I remember, um, like, no, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I, don't know, I was just saying, I remember looking on Google and it was like, American Poetry Club, what does KMD mean? <laughs> I was like, if yeah, only they knew. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was our first band together. Um, so, uh, sort of brought SJ on to help me. As Chantuzzi started to die down a little bit, um, still wanted to play music, and so SJ and I started doing some stuff together with Andy. Uh, yeah, actually, and- I had a specific memory about this moment. I remember, like, I saw you play underneath the pillows with the chair enthusiast once, and right, and I was with my friend Isabella, and we were just like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "What is this?" <laughs> and so we, I went up to you after, and I was just like, "Whatever that was, you have to keep doing it." I was like, "It's so good," <laughs> and it was. <sighs> my heart um, it was <laughs> yeah and so we started doing that uh and connor also played in kilometers davis he, he sung uh, he was the lead vocalist in that band um and 
I was like, well, I've listened to a lot of emo now and I want some trumpets, so fuck it, Connor. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, you're all good. <laughs> um, I, totally for, I totally forgot. We're like six minutes in and I totally forgot. Um, Don't worry about it. Uh, Justin did the same thing. When he- <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, so tapped uh, Connor to get in on it. Um, and Kaylee's my best friend and we live together. And um, I was like, Kaylee, we should do something together and so then Kaylee also joined the band uh yeah I don't know it it was just kind of like the culmination of a lot of years of community just coming together and saying like oh like we all have done these separate things that we admire in each other um why don't we do them together Mm -hmm. right wow so I'm a what ended up all of you guys at WashU was that by coincidence or uh, yes that was by (laughs) coincidence yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, Connor and SJ knew each other kind of beforehand, right? Yeah, we had met like in a pre-college thing, but it was also affiliated with WashU, so <laughs> it was actually all playing into their hands the entire time. <laughs> so, are you guys are you guys graduated then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. As of last year, we are all graduated. Uh, uh, as of this year. Mm-hmm. Well, some of us are class of 2019 and some class of 2020 okay right so a little bit of varying uh ages in the band then so that's cool uh, i know i know brandon is uh familiar with uh the chair enthusiasts actually. a little bit i yeah. think unless there's a separate chair enthusiasts on spotify there is definitely doing... not <laughs> okay yeah i was doing so on spotify oh yeah of course we are I did yeah, not know. I, I was doing uh, research for the podcast because I like to make sure we don't ask a lot of the same questions that other interviewers ask. And I read out the chair enthusiasts and I was like, oh, I'll check them out. And uh, one, there was one result with four monthly listeners, now five because of me. And uh, um, so, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it Thanks. does sound a little different from American Poetry Club and... Uh, I wonder how, well, what would you say are like the main differences between the two styles of music? Um, well, uh, I think we entered it with sort of one different approaches to writing and recording. Um, and just like, we wanted very different things at the time. Like, so Chair Enthusiast was very much, um, like we wanted to make music that was like, that like our friends were going to like dance their butts off to at like house shows like that was that was the exclusive goal of chair enthusiasts we were like if you are not rocking so hard right now about this song about how much we love our dogs then like we're doing something wrong um and i think just also musically like that the lineup for that band was like much uh uh, our interests were much different right like I was listening to a lot of like twee at the time um like Andy comes from a pretty like heavy rock background uh the other members of that band were like into more like 50s style like girl group pop and that sort of thing um so it definitely was like we, we the, just generally what we were trying to create was very different whereas um I think when I first started American Poetry Club Andy said you know, this is why chair enthusiasts exist. Cause if we all wanted to do our own individual thing and like none of us could like shame each other into rate, like bringing a, a close center, like you're going to create all this like ridiculous nonsense, <laughs> <laughs> all this bedroom pop insanity. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So yeah, I think that was much more of a 
melding of sounds, um, which I think we have, I mean, I don't know what other people here think, but I think we finally sort of, with this new album, like reachieved that melding of like all of our own individual influences. Um, whereas like early APC definitely had a much more singular creative vision, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I'd say definitely the recording process lended itself to that. Um, because this is because usually it's just like we play the songs over and over in practice and then we just record a take of it but this time it was really different we did it all in parts and recorded our own parts over and over again so i think it added a lot of limitations but also let us get more in depth maybe mm-hmm. i don't know on so the individual what, parts yeah so like starting from the ground up then like uh what kind of made you guys want to come up with the name American Poetry Club. What is that trying to represent for the band? Uh, so American Poetry Club comes from a few things. Um, at the time, I was taking a class on Chinese history, uh, and there was a group called in the 19th century. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, like, met. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, Andy Lewis is entering the waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> guy. What is Welcome, that? Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Andy. Oh, oh, oh. hey. <laughs> just in time, just in time. Oh, good, great. Um. <laughs> oh, and uh, Jordan, if you don't mind starting that over. Uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. was kind of it was kind of cutting out a little bit my bad um you're all good yeah so american poetry Club comes from a few things um uh first off it, there was a, i took a class on chinese history it was a group called the Schwanon poetry club and i was like oh that'd be sick if i like continue this lineage you know of like mm-hmm. of, of poetry groups and then um uh i also was listening to these bands, uh, the American Analog Set and American Music Club at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't really like American Music Club that much, but American Analog Set are sick. Um, and I was like, okay, like I, I'll, I'll, I'll play along, I'll, I'll, I'll pay homage to our ancestors here too. Um, and then I like, I don't know, I just, I like the idea of um, like aspiring to be a club of musicians as opposed to um like you know we we often have not i think achieved this goal um i think we're doing much better at it now than we ever have before um but like that idea that like we are all like quintessential voices of this of this group and that no one is um you know every part matters just as much as the other um and that the idea that like it's not it doesn't have to be um like it doesn't have to be one thing like it's just a group of friends who are gathering together because they have similar interests and want to do similar things. I got you. So this is more of like a, the parts, uh, it's like each individual, it's not a band, it's a group. It's the sum of our parts, you know? Yeah. So I'm a poetic. <laughs> so poetic of you. Thank so let's you, see. Thank you. Uh, so what's like your, uh, what would you say is like your creative process to uh, creating your, uh, your music? <laughs> yeah i think it i would say the most accurate <laughs> representation is i feel like a voice memo sense 
usually by Jordan to somebody or whoever song it is. And it's like a pretty rough rendition of the song with just like emotional ideas or just like structural ideas. That, or it starts off with Jordan, someone just walking into practice and just being like, all right, this is my new song. We're playing it right now. And yeah. everyone, everyone's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty yeah. much how it goes each time. We play, a song, we play a song one time and then we don't play that song again. And we're like, it's done. No, no, we, everyone knows what's going on here. No need to add anything new. Um, no, that's, yeah. that, that sounds like a joke, but it actually was happening for a while in the bit. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel yeah. like each of us kind of just come up with like whatever we're gonna do on that song, and like they were saying, it like rarely changes after that like initial create like <laughs> exposure to the song. Like it, it's all kind of there, right away. Yeah. Very yeah. like very visceral. Like, oh, you heard it. What did it make you feel? Play that back, and we're done. <laughs> now, now, now go to the studio. Get to the studio quick. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's your last time. I think doing it based on feeling is probably a good indicator too because it's kind of just like oh this song feels this way at different points in the song what happens if I make my instrument feel this way and then you just do that over and over again and eventually one of them feels the best I guess yeah we're not much of a we're not really a thinking band you know (laughs) this this is very much an experimental group (laughs) collaboration is all at the same time it's highly conceptual in a lazy way (laughs) (laughs) learning and feeling yeah yeah um yeah we do a lot of learning too Mm -hmm. yeah i think the the further we've gone the the less we've relied on that which is probably for the best right Um, right but um yeah and i think a lot of that i mean so especially for like early APC stuff before it was a full band. Like I wrote a song in the morning, I played it and made sure I knew how to play it in the middle of the day and then recorded it at night. And then I would never play it again. Um, and so I, I, it's been, I think uh, like, I'm thankful for these people for breaking me out of that. Um, Cause that is not a sustainable way to write music. So um, right. yeah, we are, how would you we dis- are working our way beyond that. How would you describe your guys' genre then? Oh, geez. Hi, did you say hockey talk, Kaylee? <laughs> Is that what, um, um, we are, I mean, like, you know, whatever we want to say about ourselves, like we are bedroom emo. Um, <laughs> Twee emo. Like, yeah, twee emo. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's what the critics will call us, but um, yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of just like, just like DIY or... Um, you know, cosmic American. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like the idea that like um, we are whatever feels good to us at the time. So right for like we are beautiful. We were like straight up emo, and then you know transitioned mm-hmm. a little a little more into the the uh, I don't know the power pop realm. yeah power <laughs> pop realm for uh, this stuff and. <laughs> getting getting softer now so we are whatever we feel at the time i got you yeah because uh when i when i look at like either apple music or spotify and there's always a genre listed i know for like indie bands and stuff it's like even though it says indie or alternative it's always like that's never really what it is because it's always just like like you guys said it's always it's always diy it's always a it's always whatever you're feeling 
Yeah, it's about the attitude, not the sound, you know? Right, exactly. So yeah. uh, do you guys have any uh, live performances that you guys have done? Yeah, we got plenty. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> tell me about those for sure. I, uh, I knew you guys did the live performances. That, that wasn't the question. <laughs> we haven't in like a minute, but yeah. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we would play like, so Kaylee and I lived in this place called Beefs, which was a house venue um, in Skinker de Bolivier. Um, so we would play there a bunch. Um, I don't know, we played foam a few times. We, uh, we opened for Joan of Arcs and played Graham Chapel with Mothers once. That was pretty cool. Um, Blueberry Hill was cool. Oh, yeah, we did. Play. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, we were like never a cohesive live band. <laughs> we weren't the last time we played. The last time we played live as a band, we were so good. There, yeah. there was that one night we were really sweaty, too. That was like one of the first shows of like a year where it was like we were firing on all cylinders for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and we played with like uh, Trace Mountains, which was oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah. I'll definitely say um, we're more of a live band than like a quote unquote. I don't really know what the alternative is than like a studio <laughs> band, right? So um, yeah, because I feel like for a long time the band's form and schedule was pretty amorphous of just like people were around or they weren't around, and like they could play or they couldn't play. Um, so we definitely played like as many shows as we could, I think, because yeah. it's like, I don't know, <laughs> the most fun. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, it's so fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, we were like, we're, yeah, I would, I would say that we're not like, we didn't start a band because we wanted to like exclusively do things on GarageBand Mobile and put out music on Bandcamp. Like that was just a, mm -hmm. that's more the side effect of being in a band than it was the goal. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, we have, I mean, we have, like, there's a few videos of us on YouTube that I unabashedly watch every now and then to remind myself what you is like. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's because playing live brought in a lot more of the aspect of community, which is more what had kind of been a driving force for us, at least for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, there, yeah, I mean... There, there, yeah. No, there's nothing better than like hearing your friends shout your songs back at you. So, <laughs> so uh, at your at your guys' shows, what kind of like crowd do you haul? Like, what's the age demographic that you're seeing at these shows? Our age, <laughs> our age, the people we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, our friends. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> yeah that that is like the thing about it's like st louis diy right is like you are mostly playing to people you know um we were i mean we we played one show out of town um I, i'm not sorry i live in brooklyn now and i play like two or three shows here um and so like you know whatever people come to those but like definitely our primary audience in our history has always been our friends um which is like sick you know yeah that's yeah, awesome um, yeah. yeah um Although we did one time have a kid drive Ooh. from Iowa oh. to play a state. <laughs> that was so, that was sick. That was like, there is nothing that will ever top that. Yeah, that <laughs> was definitely, that was definitely the coolest thing that's happened to me with music for sure. Yeah, shout out Campbell. You are, we should talk soon Campbell if you're listening to this. <laughs> Yeah, let's catch up. Yeah, uh, me and uh, me and Brandon were actually supposed to uh, see you guys um, at Foam. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't remember when it was. It was in like October of 2018. October 2018. Whoa. I don't know what show that was. <laughs> that was probably the dark ages of the band. <laughs> yeah, we went through a, there was a brief period where we uh, were not so good live. <laughs> you, so you probably, you probably missed us for a good reason. Is <laughs> that um, uh, my tennis racket period? <laughs> Oh, that might be your tennis racket period. Yeah, there was there was a period of time where Kaylee's role in the band was to sing along and strum a tennis racket. So. I, yeah, I played bass sometimes, but sometimes I was like, eh, I don't have time to learn that because I've never played bass in my life. So then I was like, eh, I'll just pretend to play. <laughs> you fake it till you make it. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> really did make it. No, that's oh, odd. that would that was the Trace Mountain show. Yeah. Yeah. Every twenty ninth. Wow. Yeah. Uh, at that point, me and Brandon were sophomores, so we didn't have a, access to a car at the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I know, which was unfortunate. Yeah. But, well, yeah. when shows do come back, there are uh, there are plenty of bands worth seeing in town. So yeah, I know. Um, a- Andy plays in some of them. Right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, actually- I- I'm oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say I played with uh, Camp Counselor and uh, Sinwat recently. Yeah, uh, Sinwat's new album. Wow. Yeah, and it's we just recorded this album, and it's very exciting. It's super good, and I'm, it's like two musicians, that one of whom actually used to play with APC on some of the early stuff, Dylan Kiefer. Um, also chair enthusiasts. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know we had mentioned the chair yeah, enthusiasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love St. Louis music. Yeah, for sure. So do you guys have anything you're working on currently? Yes. Yes, we that's, do. That's that's very good news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have uh they have an EP they're working on right now. Yeah. Wow, you really did do your research. I'm, I'm uh, impressed. Well, I, I follow I follow you guys on Instagram, so I'm <laughs> There's Whoa. also the American Poetry Club hat available on their Patreon. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is some organic research right here. <laughs> um, yeah, we just we just finished an EP. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say it's the best thing we've ever done. Um, oh, wow. All right. Well, okay, Whoa. SJ, SJ Whoa. maybe doesn't agree. SJ maybe doesn't agree. <laughs> I think there's definitely, there's definitely merits to both. I think, yeah, okay. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think some of the songs we have we have really cohesive moments, definitely. And I I think like yeah, it's really there's some really good moments. There. Yeah, especially considering the the constraints on recording this album. Um, so it's called "Do You Believe in Your Heart." It's going to come out like probably late January, early February of next year. Um, it's five songs, one old one, four new ones. Um, and we all it was recorded entirely remotely. Um, like we would just pass GarageBand mobile fa- files back and forth between us all recording on, you know, Apple this, this micro, yeah, this, yeah, this microphone. <laughs> um, so, um, but it sounds really good. Uh, our friend uh, Transient Peak Mixing helped us make it really nice. Um, and Pete, who did our last album, uh, mastered it and like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it does not sound like something I thought we were capable of making, so I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I think I've just heard it too many times, which is why my, I had my neutral reaction. But I do, I do remember when I, we like first finished recording it and started getting like masters back, I was thinking like, wow, I really feel like this is when people will look back and be like, this was peak, <laughs> peak APC. <laughs> 
and then yep. they fell off. <laughs> but without the second part. But you know what I mean? Like so you just look back <laughs> at bands and you have like that one album or EP that you're like, damn. Oh dang, this is so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. No, I feel yeah. like the uh constraints of making it to kind of like actually vibe with our process in a weird way we're like as we were talking about as a band kind of already we were sort of like people kind of on their own trip sort of like doing their own thing musically but then like so like recording separately we all just got as many takes as we wanted to do like our stuff like the way we would want to do it so everyone's parts are very like oh this is this is how sj sounds this is how kaylee sounds zoe etc you know and it's it's satisfying to hear that even if it is a little like you know thrown together <laughs> yeah 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 that was definitely interesting for me because like i'm such a live i'm such a live drummer but i really <laughs> i really am just like that's how i learned to play and like that's why i play and like why i make work and stuff but so it's so weird to me that we've never actually played any of these songs live before yeah. Like as a band because it's all just separate files but it was really interesting at the same time because it was like how do we still make it feel live and emotional and real and like we're actually playing it while we're not actually playing it and especially I think playing the drums with the Apple headphones was a pretty interesting limitation <laughs> because I it's like I still wanted to play with energy and emotion but anything that hit above a certain pretty low volume it would just blow out the microphone instantly so it was definitely interesting to like learn how to play in a different way i guess mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so with this uh with this new ep that's coming out then and jordan is in you said brooklyn right mm -hmm. what's been the challenges of creating this ep if you guys are you know all over the country right now then um I, don't, I mean I feel like recording it was not like once we like figured out that it was possible I feel like we kind of just like we got it down you know um I I think the like the problem is now finding the energy to like promote it and make sure you know whatever like try to get it heard and things um because right because like because we can't play live we don't have that community we're like we're looking for like how do I say this um like with other albums it was like you could like you could feel the energy coming back to you when you put something out and we're like we could feel each other you know like being like oh this is sick you know like we, we were like we were hanging out and we were like you know you, you could actually feel our friends being like oh like what you guys are doing are, are, is cool right now um and so just not having access to that I think has made it really hard to find the energy to be like oh yeah like we're doing something right right now you know like we're we we should keep doing this we should keep pushing um so at least, at least for me that's that's definitely been the biggest challenge right yeah and i mean I, I still think that there was a lot of things with recording and just our process of making music was so different than us just going in and all playing at the same time and all picking up on each other's energy and just one take and we're like yep that's it and then you know record it go play it live a bunch of times Whereas this was really additive where um, I've, I got a bunch of files at different points in their development. So I would get one that was just Jordan's guitar. And then I would say, okay, what can I add to this? And I would put some keys on it and then I would send it out. 
and then you know the next person would get it and then I would get one that had like four people's parts on it and it was much further along in um you know what it was going to become so sometimes that was really fun because I got to play off that and then sometimes it's almost like you know when you get it at the beginning you're like I can take this any direction and that was kind of fun um <laughs> just I felt like each step was kind of there was a lot more individual decisions being made um but it was also hard because there's all this self you're questioning yourself you're alone you're not you, you don't have your buddies around to be like yeah that's good that feels right that feels like what I want to do and you're just like I don't know I guess I just have to feel this um. <laughs> right no so like it's much more individual creativity coming from a band that's primarily known to be a very collaborative in-person <laughs> band in-person project yeah you know, which I think almost made like it, it I mean I do think this is our most collaborative album yet and like you hear the most voices on this album both figuratively and literally um, <laughs> um yeah and so I think it almost like like the constraints forced us to make sure we were following through on that ethos mm -hmm. yeah and it was really interesting um always hearing back people's parts because you could like really more specifically especially when you made it in parts you could feel what they were adding and it was like just so interesting to see people's interpretations uh i think in terms of like being across the country i think the hardest thing for me is i've always just wanted to play music to like play shows pretty much because mm -hmm. i just like love going to concerts and like love the feeling of connection and so it's hard going from being like a primarily live band to being like a zero live band that also does not have a physical form <laughs> just just in terms of like i mean i don't know what it would be hard on what part of my, like not emotionally or mentally but just like yeah. i miss playing shows <laughs> mm -hmm. no i got you um if we can we have two minutes on the clock before the zoom call ends and in the chat i have actually linked the next one that i can start up um if you guys don't mind if we can just hop right over there cool yeah see right. you there. i will see you in a second okay can everybody hear me okay mm -hmm. all right cool okay sweet um if everybody's ready i i have a question whenever everybody's ready <laughs> i'm ready we all good all right cool all right, cool. Okay, so um, your new EP, you said it's four new songs and one old one. I'm just curious, which one's the old one? Which old one do you want it to be? <laughs> which old one do I want uh, it to be? I think my, let's see, Forklift is one of my favorites. Wow, let's go. I love that song. And then um, my Dream American Poetry Club song would probably be an extended version of OK Cool One. Ooh, oh, throwing it back. Wow, <laughs> this is some real knowledge. Right okay. Here. <laughs> I hate to disappoint you. But wait, it's, wait, it's, wait, 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 wait. I, I have a way. I have a way to get them to rewatch the podcast as well. It was actually mentioned in this podcast conversation in one of the anecdotes. <laughs> the name of the song was mentioned. I talked about it when I mentioned Jordan first starting the band. It's underneath the pillows. I'm going to read it. Forget your breadcrumb trail. <laughs> We've got a little like a secret Easter egg thing going on here. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, it's it's um it's uh, underneath the pillows has changed a lot uh, since we first recorded it. So I wanted to kind of capture uh, like the energy we we carry on with it now. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, is it better? I don't know, but it's just as good. I would say. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different. I, I would not say it's better, but I would not say it's worse. But I would yeah. definitely say it's different. <laughs> I think that was a really that was a really hard song for me to play, not to interject too much, but because like Dylan Kiefer wrote that drum part and it was like it's like one of our best drum parts. Oh ever. good. Like and so I was like, wow, I really can't write something better. <laughs> I was like, I just can't. And so it was like trying to have the same energy but different. But yeah. yeah. Put respect I, on Dylan's name. That drum part is amazing. It really is. <laughs> I did the same thing with keys. Diane wrote a key part. Who Diane was in the chair enthusiast, and I put off recording for pillows for so long because I knew I had to do something new, but I knew I had to match. Like, <laughs> it couldn't be worse than Diane because why would I re-record it then? And it obviously can't yeah. be better because Diane wrote it. But <laughs> I was like, you know, I loved it so much as it was. It was hard to like let go of that and put your own spin on it yeah um honored though that you want to hear an extended version of okay cool one yeah that's cool. the first person who's ever referenced that song to us so thank <laughs> yeah. you really wow yeah, that's my favorite american poetry club song whoa oh, that's crazy cool <laughs> that's okay wow. that's okay cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the kids all the kids like one of our songs a bunch these days as jordan tweeted about yeah everyone's <laughs> listening to kmd like get over it okay <laughs> dig deeper into the catalog <laughs> <laughs> Sad song seven is very good too. Yeah, like that's that's, that's probably our, I think that's our best song personally. Uh, I never recorded uh, my- another redo too. True. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the first song yeah. I recorded actually. Me too. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. first. AB, I played bass on the original of that, and it both SJ and I cringe at our performances on it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that song. That song was impossible <laughs> to record because Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> something about the songwriting process is jordan will always record the guitar and singing first but usually without a metronome anywhere within the general like universe and so it's a lot of like playing live but with like playing with someone you're jamming with because it's like you don't really know where the tempo's gonna go or anything definitely got better over time but around this time of the band this was a very key yeah. characteristic yeah, it was and also, not. <laughs> yeah, I just remember we recorded that. Honestly, the new album was reminiscent of this, but when we recorded it, Jordan and I were doing it on GarageBand Mobile and we shared the same set of headphones. Yeah. And Jordan was like, oh, Jordan was holding I... one of the Apple headphones like above me while I drummed. It was. SJ had one earbud in. I held it up above trying to get it perfectly placed. Yeah. So it got not too much symbol, you know, not too much. <laughs> it was so silly. It took hours. But there's still a nice energy about that, you know. I do like the old version quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I just want, I just want to say you guys like represent like such a different vibe than some of the other bands like that we're attempting to interview. You represent a different vibe than High Sun, and I dig it because it's so like you guys just work with what you have, but then like it comes out great. Thank you. Like, that, yeah. yeah, I would not expect your music to be recorded on Apple earbuds. That is, <laughs> that's a little insane. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, not all of it is, but a lot of it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when like, 
We Are Beautiful and A Little Light of Our Own was done with slightly better materials. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. A Little, Little Light, Light of Our Own is like our hi-fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I will say before we broke up, I was like feeling a little salty because I was just like, wow, I really wish we had a good recording of what we sound like. And so I'm eternally, eternally grateful to Pete for as, or what is, no, A Little Light because I felt like that the most accurately captured what we sounded like. That and the trust fund cover. Yeah, Yeah, the trust fund cover was really nice. Yeah, I love the trust fund cover. (laughs) Yeah, Pete did a great job. Very great. Just very nice gift, honestly, to be able to remember what we sounded like. (laughs) And not not, like recorded properly. Um, Yeah, but but that, 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 uh, that seriously means a lot to hear that like, it comes through that that we are just doing our best with what we've got because I like I think that is like that is our that is our motto at the end of the day is like anything we do like you can do too right you know, we are in no way like some mysterious like artist above you like that person does not agree yeah. awesome divine intervention <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we definitely like the. I, I, if if APC had a goal beyond like bringing us together, like that goal is to remind like anyone listening that like if you want to do this, you should do this. There is nothing stopping you from not doing this. Yeah, I was thinking about it today or yesterday because I was talking with Zoe, the bassist. Like even more so than it being like a motivational, like you should do it yourself, like you should <laughs> but for me it was honestly more just like you should do it yourself because like we don't even deserve to be doing this like we don't know what we're doing like nobody really knows what's going on and like and I honestly feel that way about like the first band we played in I feel like KMD people saw us live and they're just like wait these guys <laughs> these songs can be played live wait i'm just gonna do this but better and yeah. then it eventually started apc so it is kind of just like we're not really doing anything we're just kind of like playing music i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. no I, I, only five people bought kmd's records on Bandcamp, but all of them started a band you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah everyone started a band from how bad we were <laughs> yeah just kidding, just kidding. No, I love it. I, I, you guys give off this energy that, like, the only way you're accomplished is going to do. And, like, that's, I think that's, I think that above more popular artists proves that you guys are, in my opinion, true artists because you work with what you got. And I like that. <laughs> that's Thank you. That's, that's, very the, kind. that's, that's the best you. vibe you can have. That's, that's very kind. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, Right here, I'm looking at your Spotify. It says you guys have 10,000 monthly listeners. Does that number surprise you guys? Oh, yes. Jared is used to four. What? I mean, come on. Of course what, it surprises What do you mean, does it surprise us? Yeah, I remember, I remember when I started listening, you guys were at like 700, and then you were consistently at that up until like a few months ago, and I just checked it again. And you were up to like nine thousand. I was like, "When did that happen?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big, exactly. big love to Wilbur Suit. Um, Wilbur Suit. Wilbur Suit. God bless his soul. Um, 
Yeah, if, if you don't know Wilbur Suit, I, he's a YouTuber and Twitch streamer. I think he does Minecraft mostly. Um, but him, he found us when We Are Beautiful came out uh, and him and I just kind of started talking um, and like giving each other advice about doing art and things. And he covered KMD on his YouTube channel. And now we got a bunch of simps in our DMs. <laughs> That's mostly a joke. That's mostly a joke. We have no simps in our DMs. Just really nice people. And yeah. people keep covering it. And yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Nice. There's like a lot of cover. Yeah, a lot of people covering KMD on YouTube, which is real cool. Um, yeah. There are a few people who tell me I'm playing it wrong, and I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> They're like, they're like the tab you wrote isn't doesn't sound the same way. I'm like, this is literally the tab I wrote when I wrote this song. So what do you want from me? Um, no, I'm that's I, I may sound angry, but I'm like honored that that's a problem we have. So. Yeah, I actually really like when I've watched some of the covers and they're they're really different. Like that's so much yeah, more fun cool. to hear. Yeah, it's it's cool to like hear people reinterpret something that meant a very specific thing to me at a very specific time um you know to find a way to express that um that accompanies how they're feeling in that moment so right no that's awesome that's awesome all righty brandon you have anything to add do i have anything to add uh not really to do with this just a few here and there questions oh we should also do the deep dive you want to do the deep dive yeah we can in a few uh, seconds in a few seconds i want to ask actually a question. uh you do well you ask your questions i'll get that set up all right sweet okay so um split ep with look my mom on tv how did that happen uh, talk about that yeah so i met michael because kegs the youtube channel posted about both of us so the day after i put um the glad to be here etc ep online that was like our first like big break was kegs uploaded Two of our songs to YouTube, um, and that's how most people found us at first. Um, and so uh, Michael was another person that uh, Kegs had uploaded. So I think I down, I maybe like went to his Bandcamp page, and like we started emailing and texting back and forth. And we were both like working on new material, and we were like, "Oh, hey, like we like each other's songs a lot. Like let's do it together." Um, we have not spoken really since then, but um, super underrated songwriter i think Very. Like, yeah one of the one of the pinnacles of 2017 era bedroom emo <laughs> song song is oh. insanely good yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah go go listen to that if you haven't yet and oh. then uh they just released a new album actually because I, I i've been religiously checking their page on spotify waiting for new music to come out and i finally checked it again the other day new album called yeah. Gone. Released I July have not 12th. listened yet, but I did download it. It's in good. my iTunes library. It's very good. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm ready for the deep dive if you guys are. Uh, I don't know, Brent, if you have any other further questions, hit us with them. Um, Otherwise. Oh, yes. Just a quick thought. Um, I actually found you guys because I was looking for Teen Suicide's follow-up band. (laughs) (laughs) American Pleasures Club. I was looking for that and I accidentally mistyped it and I saw American Poetry Club pop up (laughs) and I was like, oh, this is cool. I like this a lot. And I was like, wait, this isn't Teen Suicide though. And then (laughs) I was like, let's go. And then I was like, I was like, wait, they're from St. Louis. I can literally just go see them 
but then I didn't have the means to. But <laughs> hopefully one day. Wow. One day. That's the best way to figure it out. Let's go. Yeah. They, they were here looking for American Pleasure Club, and you got swept by <laughs> the true APC. <laughs> um, the yeah. lowercase APC. Fun fact, we had the name six months before they did, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I am personally not a, a big Teen Suicide fan. Um, I think I'm sure Sam Ray is a very nice guy, and he is. I, I'm not. Um, no. Yeah, maybe. No, no, no. Yeah. no, he he seems he seems okay. He seems okay. okay. I, I mean, okay. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know speculate <laughs> yeah. on, on on his yeah. personal yeah, life. Yeah. Um, well, actually, um, their name isn't American Poetry Club. It's American Pleasure Club, so it's different. No, 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 sorry, yeah. sorry. I mean, I mean, like, we had APC yeah. first, sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I misunderstood. Um, yeah, so I, I, I am I'm very thankful to Sam Ray because without Sam Ray, we would not have, like, Bedroom Pop as we know it today, probably. So um, it, it, in regards to that, I will say, uh, if you like American Pleasure Club and Teen Suicide and Alex G and all that, all that stuff, uh, you must listen to Cotton Candy Collective. Cotton Candy Collective was Sam Ray's high school hero. Uh, he was a kid a few years older. Actually, I have all the files. I can send them to you if you can't find them. Um, but that is like truly the OG of modern bedroom pop. Incredibly underrated. Like there is no, there's, there, there, there's no artist that even comes close to capturing what like, you know, Orchid Tapes era bedroom pop means. Cotton Candy Collective. Nice. Okay, Gabe. Well, I'm ready if all of you are. For... Yeah, so we have, we're, we're trying to start this uh, segment, and uh, we did this actually with Justin. But um, we go on your guys' Instagram and we choose a couple photos that we want you guys to explain. Wow. Our Instagram is not that old, so it may not be that deep of a dive, but. It may, maybe, uh... maybe. But uh, we're going to call it deep dive anyway. <laughs> if you use our Facebook. Yeah. All righty. Let's see. Let me get the share screen going. We were originally more of a Facebook fan. So. Yeah. I recently deleted the Facebook app on my phone, though, which is, like, big for me. Because I was on Facebook for a while there. I don't understand how to use Facebook, if I'm being honest. Wow. Generational divide here. Yeah. <laughs> Can you all see this? Yes. All right. Yep. Yeah. I was really scared because uh, Zoom said not responding. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's the end. Alrighty, so this photo right here. So um, it says, well, we broke 25 monthly, 25,000 monthly listeners today. Where was this photo taken? What was going on there? Oh, hey. Watch What's you? the wash you <laughs> Ignore, my co- <laughs> Ignore my Wait, colleagues. That, <laughs> this picture was at Graham Chapel at Wash U. Um, nice. Yeah, we were at K-Worth. There was a yearly uh, festival, and we were the openers for Mothers that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in the photo, but I didn't bring a, I didn't have a keyboard stand, so the keyboard is on the ground, and I'm sitting on the floor, so you can't see me. Actually, this th- I think this photo slides. Yeah. Oh, it's nope. real. Oh, wow. it's, I see. The, um, uh... <laughs> Can so you guys funny. tell me uh, what song this is for? Uh, ooh, yeah, yeah. It's underneath the pillows. Yeah, I was about to say. Look at, look at how consistent that drum pattern is. It's gotta be pillows. <laughs> Alrighty, and then the next photo, not this one actually. It was, I believe, this one. 
yeah, that's so Kirby's Castle um, is a house venue here in Brooklyn. Uh, big love to Jane Lai, who has like really been a, a rock for me this year. Um, uh, I played with Longneck, um, uh, Zuzia, and Beachbod were the other bands of that gig. Um, yeah, I, I really kind of hope that like shows return just so I can go to Kirby's Castle again. It is like uh, the closest I have come to like a truly community feeling house venue here in Brooklyn. So mm. check yeah. out Jane's other band, uh, Teenage Halloween. They're so good. And they just released an incredible new album. True, they are really good. Nice, nice. No, I, I love that. Um, Have you ever heard of a... This this is kind of like an obscure YouTube channel, but uh, the House of Strombo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. the, the, that's what that reminds uh, me of a lot. Yeah, uh, the the broken social scene video from House of Strombo is one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time. Yes, I've I've like adored that channel, and I've always wanted to do something like similar with my own place. I live at my parents' house though, so <laughs> I can't do that. Hey, uh, <laughs> look, I. I we were, I was in the same position, you know, I, I first found DIY, like, end of high school. I think, actually, you probably have been in DIY the longest out of any of us, because you actually played in bands in high school. True. Um, True. Um, yeah, sorry, but I, I, I Sorry, I, played, I zoned out for a second. Is there, is there something you wanted me to input about oh, no, just, DIY? Oh, no, okay. <laughs> just commenting. Okay, um, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, but I mean, I remember, because, so I grew up on Long Island, like, 30 minute drive from Brooklyn uh, and like I remember like I remember finding Frankie Cosmos entropy and being like oh my god people still do this today um <laughs> and like like living far enough where like it was like, like I had to like get my my mom to like drop me off at a house venue in Brooklyn and like be like I can't wait to do this when I'm older and then we did so <laughs> yeah I guess you could call I never thought about it being DIY but it really was DIY because we yeah, were where we all we were all doing it DIY. I mean, O-Y. <laughs> Wait, no. Ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. I messed it up. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, if you want a brief history of the bands, uh, I think I played in my first band in like eighth grade, maybe. And I, just, I think my first show was like Saw freshman year. I mean, I guess you could play like, count like playing at school, like homecoming and stuff, like freshman year of high school. But I started playing like a lot of shows in Atlanta, like sophomore and junior year. It was a lot of driving 45 minutes to a bar and playing for two people that talked the entire time, feeling kind of sad <laughs> in the parking lot after and then going home and doing it all over again. It was That's awesome. It. Yeah, being in a band is mostly driving and feeling not so great about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we had some great, some great show. Like the energy there was awesome. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of cool bands that came out of that stuff, so... It was great. It was all just like fully focused on like the house party show energy. And I think that's always been kind of a driving force of why I play drums is like having that live feeling. Even playing in KMD, it's like the only thing I was focused on when I was playing those parts was like, will people move to this or not? <laughs> it's like these songs don't make any sense, but at least people are moving. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that I haven't got started. That's super cool. That's super cool. Um, Brandon, I, I mean, I think we've covered everything that we wanted to, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I just want to bring up the song Missouri real quick because that just sounds 
very different from the rest of your music and I just want to say I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was, um, I was getting really into Cassiotone for the Pain Feel Alone for like three months. Uh, and I was like afraid desperately that if I did not put out music, <laughs> uh, the world would forget about us as a band. So I was, I was like, I gotta do something. And so I made like three beats on Garage Band Mobile. Um, and it was actually kind of like, it was kind of, it was kind of trying to push forward like the okay cool two sound because that's like kind of similar I think um, where it's like mostly garage band synths and drum machines um, but that was just like uh, trying to you know keep keep us on our toes and 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 you know not forget that we can we can make music and it can be good and it can be a value to us even if uh, you know even if our monthly listeners our monthly listeners are only 10 strong <laughs> it's like the publisher perish mentality of watching yeah. it really just stuck to you yeah it really did um, <laughs> i'm working on it i'm getting over it that that's like a big thing what this album is about this new album is about like realizing that you do, like your value is not tied to uh how much you create or how much your creations impact or like how many people your creations impact as much as like does your does your creation mean something to you um and does it feel like the right pace for you right oh that's cool yeah so um in that case i think i think one of the things that i always try to close off an interview with is uh, if you were to um tell an artist like give an artist another artist advice another upcomer uh what would that be i'm sorry anyone can do it please no okay, no I feel, yeah go right i feel like um a lot of people say this but just the idea that when you start you're gonna be bad at it I think is like really important because like I feel like when I met Jordan and started playing in bands with them that was like one of the first things that I kind of by watching them I understood where it's just like you just have to go out there and do it and like eventually it'll start working but like I always thought that like I kind of I I was in like jazz band and stuff in high school and I was always like oh to play you have to be really good to play live so like when I wanted to play guitar and sing and I wasn't good at it I was like no one wants to see this but then Jordan was like no people do want to see it and I think KMD is a good example of that too we're like uh like we kind of joked about it earlier but that like it, it wasn't like a super proficient band or anything but like it was people like taking those initial steps and like it and like the community energy was there and like the music the what like how music brings people together was there and I don't know does anyone want to say anything else about that? yeah Jordan you want to go ahead uh yeah um I would say like just don't be afraid to do the thing you want to do um like, don't be afraid to rip people off. Don't be afraid to write a song that sounds cliche and like whack. I don't know. Like, 
Yeah, we, straight, we straight up stole a melody from. from yeah, from Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't give. A, yeah, who cares? Like, do the thing you want to do. You will figure. As long as you mean that thing, it like that will come through. People, people will hear how much your art means to you, um, and you're just gonna be happier, and you're just gonna create something that's more original um, and closer to the sound you actually are trying to get across than if you were trying to like be something you thought was, you know, artificially cool or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you know, you know what's best for you. So you, you, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And I might have even gone in a different direction there where I would say like, don't box yourself in and don't start thinking about one genre or like you're trying to sound like one way because sometimes you're just going to start playing and it's not going to sound that way. And you might want to push back against it and try to move in one direction. But sometimes that's just not how it's going to be. <laughs> and you, I think you just need to let go of outside influences sometimes and just play what feels right. Because I think when it feels best to you, that's when it's most authentic and it's going to, and that's going to come through the mm-hmm. best. Yeah, I'd say uh, the most important thing is just to have fun, because yeah. like if you're because if you're in a band that like it you don't want to go to practice or like you don't want to play shows, then like don't like like go yeah. start like go start the band that you want to play like go write the songs you want to hear I guess but like I mean like even outside of music it's like this is a bit emo but it's it's like I don't know like time's always passing and it's like there's not always things to do so it's like you should just do whatever is fun and so if it's like fun to play music with people then just like keep doing it and like whatever parts of the song you like like just keep doing it and also just like really I feel like for me paying attention to the kind of music that I like and why I like it and like what parts of it I like about it are it's really helpful because I didn't even realize that like a lot of times when I'm playing and I'm just not really thinking, it kind of just comes out. I mean, I mean, it will for anybody. So I think sort of like allowing that stuff to come out and like allowing your taste and stuff to be something that you can be like, oh, maybe people do want to see this has been a big lesson I learned from this band, at least. Nice. No, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much to all of you. No, that like, I don't, I, I, hope you guys realize that like uh that's like pretty like everything you guys kind of said is like very applicable to me and Brandon you know and like yeah yeah we we definitely take that kind of thing to heart um because uh I mean that's kind of like what we're trying to do with this podcast you know and (laughs) yeah we're trying to we're trying to get out there and we're trying to we're trying to make our name for ourselves and no yeah we really appreciate it for sure of course yeah thank you yeah this is crazy yeah, this yeah. I, I very much enjoy this experience. So we really appreciate you reaching out. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm we, so <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, That's what would be interested to hear from us. It just <laughs> it's, it's so flattering, and it was so nice to talk to you guys. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, I think at this point we can be a little bit more relaxed. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, um, uh, yeah finally is, is, oh, is okay. being, yeah is this still being recorded for your school or for okay. school so the way we've been doing it is um 
so with the high sun interview or just an interview um we like did like an hour and a half podcast with him but we realized our advisor doesn't want us posting an hour and a half podcast on the school website so sure. we got it down to 40 minutes and just got like the main part of his music career so that's what we figured we'd do here for the first half or like however much of it we decide to be the music career we'll post that on the school website and then the full thing can go on me and brandon's youtube channel oh hell yeah, yeah. thank you two videos that's awesome um well this is the beginning of it <laughs> uh, no it's awesome I, I used to make um in middle school i used to have a channel called hardcore reviews and we, my friend and i would just like go to shows and buy albums of like review albums and reviews review shows but oh really it was so fun it was awesome i nice. love youtube videos yeah we am uh i will say this i i don't know how brandon feels but um you guys it, and this is nothing against justin but it's easier to interview you guys as a group because you guys all feed off of each other and me and brandon definitely don't have to like you know oh true true try to keep the conversation going which is definitely a struggle yeah, y'all should just meet, like mute yourselves. Let let the four of us talk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, no, no, I'm kidding. No. I kid. I kid. Um, All right, I um I loved the High Sun interview, and it was such an amazing opportunity because High Sun's my favorite band of all time. It's oh, what the hell? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm out. <laughs> my um, yeah, but my. I just had a stroke. Give me a second here. Um, I was just so starstruck because I couldn't believe he actually said yes. And I, you can really tell in the first like few minutes or so of the podcast because I, I just sound, I sound so dorky the entire time. <laughs> That's G- awesome. Gabe's, Gabe's been making fun of me for days. That's oh yeah, that's so that's yeah. so sick. Okay, I, I have I I have been that person. So I, I yeah, used to exactly, do exactly yeah. I like I used to do um, radio sessions for KWR while she's radio. I would like bring in bands and like mm-hmm. there are there are many a band camp interview where it's clear that I am like head over heels for the person yeah. the, the band <laughs> I'm talking to. Um, yeah. yeah. No. Uh. We um. I I would definitely say we've like. I, I don't know if you can tell we've I think me and Brandon have like definitely tried to calm our nerves since this is like our second interview and we definitely tried to like learn a lot from that first interview with uh, Justin because it was like me and Brandon were both kind of like starstruck when we saw him so it was just like oh my god I can't believe we actually have this interview with him yeah, yeah. that's awesome dude yeah, I, yeah so, and oh, sorry, oh, sorry uh yeah so I texted I mean I texted uh you guys and I was like I was like all right I feel like we're going to get high sun and then we're just not going to get anyone else. And we're going to have to change our podcast. And then I texted you guys and 10 minutes later, you guys texted back and I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. It's so funny that you brought this up too. Cause I was talking about this with someone else today too. It's like, it kind of goes in line with what we were saying too, about it. Like this could literally be anybody slash we're not like special is <laughs> like one thing that I really learned from like playing shows with this band, because we got the opportunity to play with like a lot of really good bands. Like even KMD played with like one of my favorite band, like probably or one of my favorite bands of all time, Howdy. And then like, we also played with Trace Mountains, like APC did. And I was like, so starstruck by those bands musically and then like, and in real life, but you realize they're just like, 
normal people. Like they're exactly <laughs> like us. It's just like people like their music more than yeah. people. It's like <laughs> so it's like if you reach if someone reaches out to you and they're like, do you want to be in this podcast that, or like do you want to be a part of something that I'm making that involves you? Most I feel like most people that are about like making the work would be like, hell yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. so sick. <laughs> yeah. As people who are like peripherally in DIY, um, I, I would like, well, like, okay, no, like we are, we are all, I, I would say we were actually in DIY. I've been in like, yeah, you know, yeah. like the Spotify, I, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. yeah, like, yeah, the, like yeah. the Spotify and Twitter version of DIY. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like I would say, like, generally, like most people um, are like doing this like on the side like no like so few people are doing this as their full-time job and like are just happy that someone out there cares um yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> there's we are all like don't do not be starstruck by by anyone <laughs> ever uh, okay? I feel, I feel, dude i feel that way about the campbell situation too that kid jordan was telling you about that like came out to visit us because i remember we got some message on facebook and it was his mom and she was yeah. like she was like is this the american poetry club or something and then jordan was like no this isn't a poetry club it's <laughs> well, a we, used to get messi- we used to get messages yeah, all the yeah, time from people who were like i'm submitting my poetry and i was yeah, like no that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> you will not yeah. submit your poetry here yeah and she, yeah, and she was, no but it was so insane she was just like oh no actually like you're our son's favorite band like i want to come out and see like i want to drive him out to see you like and it was for his birthday and they drove like five hours and stayed overnight and we only played for like 15 or 20 minutes too i felt so bad but but after but afterwards he was like no this is the like coolest experience ever like i got to eat chinese food with you guys and it's like Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we that's were awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, that was like the coolest experience of my like. That's so like it was so cool. For me. Like, it right. definitely had definitely has a two way effect. Uh, it's like really quick. Um, if we could uh continue this on the next one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So let me <laughs> stop and. <do> <laughs> Sweet. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Let's get everybody in here. Oh, yeah. I just said I lost the Zoom link and Jordan said typical. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> but so true. Oh, my God. Here, I got to get my phone horizontal again. Oh, my God. You're never I, have a, I have a question for you guys. Um, when you post it to YouTube, is it gonna be like the Zoom call on YouTube? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fine. I'll be in this car. It'll be great. <laughs> no, it's a. So actually, um, we uh, I'm the ed, so I'm like the EIC of my like journalism team at Word. school since me and Brandon are on the video staff, and uh, I actually have a couple of, and like I specifically look over podcasts. Hey. yeah so um we actually i we have like a couple people that like record in their cars and then oh cool yeah so yeah you're not alone <laughs> yeah. oh nice oh good to hear good to hear yeah i i have actually never seen the inside of andy's new ho- new home because andy always is yeah, in his car true. when we facetime <laughs> yeah that's oh i wa- i wasn't one time 
I think I'm I false. doubt it. False. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. I drive for Postmates these days, right now. Um, so. <laughs> the glorious life of being in a band. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's right. And three bands. Okay, don't, don't, you know. <laughs> the glorious lives. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, talk, so, like, what did you guys go to Wash U for? History. Like, history. Nice. I also studied history and film. Oh, Ooh. yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so this is the future you have to look. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get to be a postmate. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to film school, actually. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome. Sick. Hell yeah. What, what, why do you, what got you into film? I, uh, I don't know. I've, so I've grown up in the, um, uh, it's 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 a weird it's a long story but um i i grew up in the jehovah's witness community actually whoa that's a sick story <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> and i uh it was just like i don't know i i just saw a lot of people kind of getting stuck i would say you know yeah because sure. of that and it just kind of made me want to like tell people stories because of that because like you know you would I would show up and like you would have this perception of people but you didn't really know what they were what they were really coming from sure yeah no that's super important work I think no yeah and not only that but since we're part of like the journalism team me and Brandon at school everything is focused around telling people stories you know trying to find a story so I think that's Kind of why I want to go to film school, but no, that's awesome. That's what it's yeah. all about. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm going to college for journalism. That's why I applied for it anyway. Uh, my friends, my girlfriend's mom told me that uh, the journalism program at Mizzou is super hard, though, and that most people drop out of it. So <laughs> that's real encouraging. That's actually. Uh, I actually had like uh, maybe six months ago, or probably a little longer, I guess. Um, it was pre-COVID, um, but there was like a Mizzou field. So I worked for a, a news company um, and, and there was a Mizzou field trip to our office. It was like, I was fascinated. I had no idea that Mizzou had such a, like a rigorous journalism program, but congrats on getting in. That's super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I hope I get in. I just put in my application. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, well, fingers crossed for it. Yeah. <laughs> my essay, uh, my ACTs are pretty good, so I should get in. They, they usually like automatically Easy. accept people if they're above like a 26, I think, and I'm above a 26. So like Let's hopefully go. they don't yeah. hopefully they don't just go like, hey, we we hate you, you're not allowed. To. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Columbia is pretty cool too. Like uh, I've played there a couple of times, and and there's a bunch of bands in St. Louis who like originated at Mizzou basically, and seems like a cool place. <laughs> yeah what bands are like based in columbia i feel like i can like vaguely recall so. it's this one called cowgirl jordy yeah cowgirl jordy yeah, yeah. i played with who i, I like them um, yeah matt hall matt hall um, is in that band those two kids who came to watch you they're two kids and they played oh my god um they were they, so good yeah they, oh like they were like actually kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah they were actually um, kids 
Oh, I totally forget what they were called, but they were like they were like a country. Something act, right? sisters. Um, yeah. They're from Colombia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the only experience I have with Colombia is Shakespeare's Pizza, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It's I, I have the cup, the Shakespeare's Pizza cup. That's water in it all the time. I spelunked in Devil's Icebox in Colombia, and it was great. I would recommend it. What is Devil's I've Icebox? Been, I- I've been there too. That sounds Very scary. Cool. That sounds it's, scary. It's a cave. It's just the name of a cave. <laughs> that sounds scary. I'll pass. Um, the Bernie sisters. I just remembered what they're called. They were the yeah. Bernie sisters. Yeah. So, uh, I I think I was kind of meaning to ask this in the the other part of the interview, but like, Jordan, uh, you're in Brooklyn. What's up with that? Um, what's up with that what's up with that <laughs> sj is gonna be in brooklyn pretty soon too oh really yeah. truth. get the get the band back together <laughs> oh, truth. Well, that's kind of true though kind of true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like I'm spoiler spent- alert <laughs> um yeah we are we actually we we are playing an online show uh on november 20th sj and i so oh, really tune in Ooh, yeah. nice on um, on what because we'll, we'll uh, plug that for you guys. Right? Uh, it's on aroundthecampfire.online. Aroundthecampfire.online. I'm going to have yeah. to put that down. Yeah, it's, um, if you know the band Longneck, uh, Lily from that band has been, um, has been doing like a weekly concert series and has gotten some like crazy good acts to come play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're going to do that on November 20th. Um, uh yeah i so i mean i i my family's from new york um so this is moving home for me um and it's where i got a job so nice Nice. um yeah i do miss the midwest a lot though right i hope to return yeah well i'm trying to convince kayla to move to brooklyn too right now and i i I briefly had a phase where i tried to convince andy but i it's still it's still eating away in there i like it's not it hasn't completely gone away so yeah so i promote indefinitely so i'm kind of like why not (laughs) nice nice yeah so what's what's brooklyn life like i've never Uh, i've only experienced the midwest so i'm kind of like same yeah Uh, well no i went to california in like middle school (laughs) but I forgot about that until just now. It's fresh, you know. We're... In rural Ontario, but that's basically the same. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all right. It's good. Um, I like. I'm. I like, when I'm in the Midwest, I'm a New Yorker, and when I'm in New York, I'm a Midwesterner. If that makes sense. <laughs> or like when I'm when I'm yeah. here, I'm like people move too fast. You know, you're talking too loud. Like stop being rude. And when I'm in St. Louis, I'm like. We got places to be. Where's my slice? I can't get a good slice here. Come on. Oh my god. Um, no, it's good. It's. I feel like um, I am just now finding my community again, um, and that's a very important thing to me. Um, if that's not has not already been made clear. Um, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's good. I'm. I think it's just you know, I, I now associate like Brooklyn with like general malaise of post-grad so um 
but I'm, 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 I'm no longer living in short-term housing. Uh, <laughs> and I finally have like a place that feels like home. So it's good. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I, I can't wait to get out of Missouri. <laughs> hey, moment. hey, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You say that until you leave. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then you listen to the email, the Midwest email to bring you back. <laughs> I've just, St. Saint Charles is just such a, uh, I don't know, it's just all I've known. And it, yeah, that's fair. It feels, uh, it feels like I'm ready to experience something new. Well, that's great. That's definitely better than the opposite, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you play on your GameCube? Oh, you noticed that. <laughs> oh, of course. Best video game system of all time. It has to be. Uh, I, got a, I got a bunch of games. So I actually, the only reason I bought the GameCube originally was because I went through a phase where kind of like, kind of like where people restore cars. I wanted to like restore <laughs> old game systems. Hell yeah. I tracked down a GameCube and got a, um, a memory card for it. And I just originally wanted to play Melee on it. True, of course. Yeah, yeah of but course. then I had a friend who just had like stacks and stacks of GameCube games. And he was just like, you can have like five or six of these. So <laughs> I've got like Rebel Strike and uh, Let's go. got Wind Waker. Mm. Of course, of course. Phenomenal game. Okay, you gotta get Mario Party Seven. You gotta get Mario Strikers. You gotta get <laughs> Mario, gotta get Mario Tennis. Okay. <laughs> the Mario <laughs> sports games were pretty insane. Okay. Mario Tennis is insanely good. Yeah. I want to get, get uh, Super Mario Sunshine. I felt yeah, like dude. I've been, I've been playing. I need that. to get that on my Switch. Yeah, I've been playing that on my girlfriend's Switch, and that game is so hard. I was like, how did I play this when I was a kid? Like, I was like so much better when I was a kid too. And maybe because the controls are so different, mm-hmm. like the controllers. But no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been trying to get. I want to get my hands on an actual like Super Nintendo because I have like just like. Yeah the tiny version that has like the preloaded games on it but i'm like not it doesn't feel same. right not the same yeah exactly and what what is it uh link to the past is like one of my favorite games so ah, so oh, good wow. omg yeah. oh, uh, wow. the game boy advance port of that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah the game boy advance is crazy too yeah. Yeah. oh i still have mine yeah, so yeah, my sister had the SP. Oh, it had that backlight on it. That was yeah. The, back, yeah. the backlight was really okay. Yeah, you you could play you could play after lights were out. That yeah, was dude, crazy. All right, all right. I never had but a warm light. I played Super Mario Bros. Three. <laughs> okay, but the the DS oh shit. the DS light though the DS light that changed it's the got game. The, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. The, the DS Lite is a pretty close contender with the game. Yeah, the I like the speakers insane. on the regular DS though. Yeah. Like it, like felt yeah. like you were like like in a spaceship, you know? Yeah, the DS Lite though, it's got that it's got that Game Boy thing. Yeah, it's, it's got like a seventeen. Yeah. It's got like that seventeen hour battery life. It's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, you insane. could play Nintendo Dogs on that thing. Nintendo Dogs, dude. I always thought chat. like wanted Nintendo be more fun. <laughs> what Nintendo's? Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I always would play it and I'd be like, this is gonna be so much fun. And I'd be yeah, like, the joy I felt <laughs> the joy I felt when I got a new present on my walks with that Nintendo. Oh yeah. my god. I'm oh, still searching. Still searching for it, bro. Uh, 
I fucking yeah. missed that dog. This is how I feel anytime I like talk to anyone on DIY Twitter because they're all like two years younger than us or so, and they like, like that's like enough of a difference to be like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, wow, like you didn't get a webkins in middle school, like I know. Hey, you or, you guys, well, like, you were like, oh, I don't know how to use school. Facebook. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, like, we're, Brandon's almost 19, and I just turned 18. Oh, my God. Wait, you guys are so young. Wait, yeah, what's, what's, the, what's the, uh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. This? I'm so- Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I oh, don't worry about are, it. Don't worry I thought about you guys. It. Guys were like mid twenties or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Ignore everything that happened. No, they're you're all, they're in their high school newspaper. <laughs> oh, no, I, I already told you. I already told you. Uh, half of it is going on the oh website, God. which you're all good for. You're all good. You don't even have. To. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people i don't, I don't really care about, i don't i don't care about the legality i just don't want to uh I, I mean i want to i want to say straight edge i just uh, okay. i haven't gotten around to it I, i'm straight Gosh, edge, so i respect it right okay i got yeah. you i got you yeah. Damn, I'm <laughs> <laughs> fuck me fuck me <laughs> can i make a stupid camera. editing request <laughs> yeah what's I leave up? it leave it to I, andy I, okay. Andy's always asking for edit requests. What's what's your um, edit request? Yeah, just I, I I when I started talking shit about American Pleasure Club, the <laughs> alluding, I just really followed a Twitter fight that he had with Elvis to Presley, and it just rubbed me really badly. But I don't want to start shit. Oh, you're afraid. <laughs> I, yeah, I, um, I fear no club. <laughs> Especially a club with the letter P. Um, <laughs> if you want, we could just have like one long like bleep out over your pocket. <laughs> well, uh, that'd be pretty fun. Wait, I didn't I didn't know this threat existed because I know I, I mean there was like a big thing with Elvis to Presley. A while yeah, back. like he he was one of the main people who kind of tried to call Elvis to Presley out, but like yeah. in the process he didn't come off very well. Either, yeah, that's not a, that's not a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Heisen talk about Elvis Depressley, Gabe? What's up? Didn't Heisen bring up Elvis Depressley? I feel like he did. But I'm also, I could be misremembering because we talked for like three hours straight. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if he brought up Elvis Depressley. I remember he brought up... Uh, ah, 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 oh, ah, right, yep, yeah. yep, never mind. That was private. Gotcha. I for, <laughs> I for, I'm forgetting which parts were recorded and which weren't. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Never Can mind. you hit unrecord and tell us time? <laughs> yeah, dude, I have some vague memory of this. This might be something I dreamt up or like made up. But like, didn't that it get brought up sometime? Like the overlap of our names, and didn't he like respond to it? No, yeah, he was, like, I, I made like about it, wasn't he? No, he was actually he was like kind of nice about it. Um, yeah, it's like I when when they came out with the name i like made a facebook post about it and i was like god dang it everyone's gonna think we're trying to copy them now um but we had it first uh and then i tagged him in it and he commented like we didn't even know about you (laughs) (laughs) there's no way we'd even know about you yeah it's like just just you it's yeah he did i will okay i will admit that there there are there are some compilations on media fire in which he uses the american pleasure club name from before us um 
but that may have influenced my subconscious but uh i don't distinctly recall remember that was coming out so um yeah yeah and now it's too late we can't change the name so (laughs) yeah can't back down for like three years yeah (laughs) (laughs) people (laughs) you should change it to um uh, mid twenties suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do. I do have a few Bandcamp URLs saved just in case I want to change. A, like started a, using a new name. Uh, I have here for you. Bandcamp.com saved up. So <laughs> um, keep an eye out on that one. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No, uh, I get very a uh, dead poet society vibes when I think about it. Yeah, that's like like an image that I get in my head. Not a bad image. Yeah, it could be worse. Could be worse. (laughs) I mean, I think it's better than Goodwill Hunting. So, (laughs) I'll be honest. I'm kind of a failure of a cinephile. I haven't seen either. I haven't either. And I know I need to. You don't need to do anything, SJ. You're so correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's even that's the correct answer. Am I having fun? That's the only thing that matters. Both of those movies are not fun at certain points. That's what I'm saying. Am I having fun? Especially (laughs) Dead Poet Society definitely takes a turn for the worst at one. (laughs) Am I having fun? But it's got young Ethan Hawke in it. Oh my god. Ethan. (laughs) It's got the man Robin Williams. Uh, Robinia. I don't know. A lot of times I turn off movies when they get sad. I just feel like I don't need to be sad about fiction. There's enough to be sad about. <laughs> oh yeah, that reminds me. We um, me and Brandon, we have another podcast with another student at our school, where we like, uh, it's just kind of based around movies and stuff. And we just re- we're about to review this movie called The Devil All the Time. It's on Netflix right now. I had very strange dreams after that movie. It's so, <laughs> so, so dark. Let's go. Is it a horror movie or like a thriller? It's a thriller. And Ooh. it's got Robert Pattinson keeps doing weird things. When he Robert, Robert, oh. Robert, Robert. Yeah, he did a, a movie about a lighthouse that was all oh. oh, light. Right. Yeah. Oh, I actually really want to see that movie. I watched it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. You'd like really, it. It's- yeah. It's a. Uh, it's so strange. It's so weird. And Willem Dafoe is a, uh, is crazy man. Yeah. Oh, he grew up in the same town my mom grew up in in Wisconsin, Appleton, Wisconsin, which That's Jordan awesome. thinks is cool. Just ten minutes from there, yeah. <laughs> um, the only reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I, oh, I, I exclusively watch cartoons and movies about Jewish men in their forties, so. If it's not in, in those two rounds, what? Yeah, very stressful to watch. Um, <laughs> so anxiety-inducing. Yeah, my uh, actually one of my one of my good friends from Brooklyn, her cousins are the Softies, um, which is my oh, wow. my claim to fame. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you're looking for a connect, I'll uh, I'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah. For the movie you try, I guess that'd actually be really dope. Yeah, I'll give you try to get the softies on there. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll reach out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's super dope. <laughs> so, did you yeah. wait? So wait a minute. You said I'm I'm still trying to process it. Middle aged Jewish men 
Yeah, yeah. So like what I'm going to be in 20, I want, I want to know what I'm going to be like in 20 years. So like a serious, you know, like a serious man. Um, you just rather. talked about that movie and you said you didn't even like it that much. Yeah, but I watched it. Those are the, I, I said these are the only movies that I watch. So are you, say, are you saying that like you see yourself as Adam Sandler? <laughs> uh, look, look, look. Wow. There's a, there's a, there's a great, wow. a great picture series of Adam Sandler in very long shorts playing basketball with the JV Hofstra team um, yeah. on Long Island. And if I am half of the person that Adam Sandler <laughs> is in those photos, I will be set for life, okay? Yeah, yeah. I see you more as like Mel Brooks in the 1979 Muppets movie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored you think of me that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, movies are the best form of inspiration for real. <laughs> Make sure you watch good movies. <laughs> that's the best Great advice. That, 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 that's the best advice. That's the best advice, dude. Great commentary for <laughs> That's all I was thinking the whole time. I was like, wow, yeah. movies are great. <laughs> well, yeah. I tried know. to lay down some movie references on our uh no, our some bio we were writing for the EP that's gonna come out. I was I, I named I was I compared it to Dazed and Confused because <laughs> I was like I want our teenage fans to watch that movie. <laughs> that's a good movie. It's yeah. It's a I I can't really say I can see a plot in the movie because I've just uh-huh. been watching teenagers. But yeah, I wrote my whole senior thesis about that idea that, that, that there's not really a plot in that Richard Linklater's movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's yeah. Kind of all yeah. over the place, but it's good. It's definitely a classic. Yeah. That's like, that's like a big theme in our band now is how can we use this newfound power? This newfound that's power true. we have with, with English YouTubers in their, <laughs> in their late teens. How can we use that for good? Oh, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to be the soundtrack for the reboot of Skins, dude. <laughs> <laughs> a show is that is not a cartoon or about a 40 year old Jewish man, so I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Have you guys ever um uh, like been approached to like use your guys' music in a movie at all? Kind of. Um, JoJo. Yeah, JoJo. Uh, follow the JoJo place. Um, really cool kid who makes really beautiful short films uh who used an apc track once to uh to soundtrack that and i'm pretty sure someone used us uh like way back um as the intro to their youtube video on bojack horseman analysis that's so sick i'm gonna have to find the link for that that's I'm like, so sick yeah i'm, I'm pretty that. sure that happened yeah, i didn't know that that's awesome that's pretty cool actually <laughs> that show is so good yeah Yeah. our our friend Issa makes a lot of like experimental films Mm. and she's made some of our music videos and album art and stuff too and uh i could like that's cool i just thought i'd mention that (laughs) yeah she did that uh to be involved in our next video i really like well she's in brooklyn now too so i I think that's something i've been meaning to say (laughs) yeah um yeah she her she actually did a music video for calling it back to missouri um she did a music video for missouri that i think is on youtube Uh, it might just be on vimeo um yeah i can i can pass along a link for that if needed but it's really cool it's just like a lot of cut up 1950s cartoons 
Uh, so I, I will watch it. <laughs> so, um, how would you guys like us to uh, like promote your guys' stuff on this podcast? Oh, like what should you promote? Yeah, like what should we link? Um, uh, we have a Patreon now, which I okay. we have to promote. We are legally obliged to promote. It is uh, <laughs> it's free. None of our posts are 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 locked behind a paywall. Um, just kind of viewing it as a place to put things up and mm-hmm. a virtual tip jar. If people want to send some money our way, we're um, we're working with a, a much bigger uh, organization for this next release. Um, mm-hmm and planning some some big things for it so anything helps at this point um but i mean there are a lot more organizations way more deserving of our of your financial capital than we are so keep that in mind before you give any any funds to us um i would also recommend checking out the the Bandcamp tag for your city and finding some sick ass music being made wherever you're listening so Absolutely. Um, I think ideally we're gonna try to get some merch made soon. Not yes, not yes, like please. different types of merch. And honestly, that is probably for any band. That's probably like the best way to support financially, at least. So, <laughs> if you really wanna show some love, then buy some shirts, please. <laughs> when they're made, yeah. yeah. Or Nick Kaylee's hat that Kaylee's making. Yeah, yeah. Kaylee designed an APC hat, a winter cap that you can, and we we just released instructions on how to knit your own APC cap. Um, (laughs) I'm actually, I'm I've already started designing another one with um, you know, I felt like the one first one I designed had a lot of um, more like complex techniques, and some people, especially now with the pandemic going on, just want to relax and knit, or maybe they're just starting to knit. So I wanted to knit one that was you know like more more mindless more relaxing because for some people that's more their happiness so Mm -hmm. i'm coming out with round two (laughs) wait if you had like a type of merch you'd want do you have i don't know (laughs) things you'd recommend um well for me for bands i usually just like t-shirts and um record i collect records so like i love to buy records that would be so awesome you should buy the Frankie Valley record. <laughs> that's my red. That's my red. It's um, so good. Yeah, the Frankie Valley. So also like our first, so Andy and I, one of their members, played with us in Share Enthusiast, and then we went on our very first tour with them before they were called Frankie Valley, and they are the best band in St. Louis, and quite possibly, in my yeah. opinion, the best band in the world. Um, so well worth checking out. Um, I put that out on the label I help run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Patreon, Spotify, Bandcamp, the normal stuff seems okay. good to me. So. Also, uh, like, uh, who brought up the merch? Oh, that was me. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, I love t-shirts, dude. That's, like, what I went to school for, so. <laughs> it's, like, my life is, I just love t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> me and Brandon actually have, like, like ridiculous concert story like yeah what is it merch yeah. stuff uh we like oh wait okay here okay wait wait i want to <laughs> tell it because i'm the one who did it yeah <laughs> all right so we saw we went to the um destroy boys swimmers 
Beach Goons concert. And I'm at the merch table looking for a Beach Goons record. And they had my favorite one. So I bought that and they had a shirt at the merch table. And so I asked the guy running the merch table, I'm like, oh, hey, how much is this shirt? And he's like, oh, it's like 40 bucks. And I was like, oh, that's like that's too much, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. True. And then so Destroy Boys gets off stage and then Beach Goons gets up and I look at the singer. And I'm like, oh, he looks familiar. It's because he was selling me the merch. I told him to his face that his merch was too expensive. <laughs> and so I turned to Gabe and I and I go, oh no. <laughs> That's oh. what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. It could be, it, no. Anybody could be in a band. It could be the merch, dude. <laughs> it's so often is the, they're doing that. That's so yeah. funny. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, we am a me and my my I took my girlfriend to her first concert in by no means is she like into a into metal at all so True. naturally i took her to chelsea grin as her first concert <laughs> oh, wow. I used to love yeah. Chelsea grin. yeah and uh we she bought a chelsea grin t-shirt and then we went to a zoomies and the guy <laughs> the zoo the dude at zoomies was like oh my god i love chelsea grin <laughs> apparently out of nowhere this dude turns out that he toured with them on warp tour that's oh my God. so classic. Oh my God. And then that's I was like, oh, the- this is like definitely Zoomies for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that was like one of the that's most That's what they asked when you apply to Zoomies. Have you been Dude. a part of Warp Tour? Dude, that was the most <laughs> insane sentence I've ever heard. That was amazing. That just took me back so many years, like so many different parts of my life at once. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Uh Dude, I haven't, been to a sh- I haven't been to a show like that in so long. I haven't been to a show so in so long. long. Yeah. I haven't been to the show since the Destroy Boys show with Gabe, I don't think. <laughs> I know. What was that? I think the last one I saw was was that Chelsea Green concert. And then that was probably so fun. Before that, it was actually, I think, Bring Me the Horizon that I saw. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> that. that was probably so fun too. Yeah, it was. There I've definitely been scared for my life a couple times. <laughs> yeah, dude, those mosh pits are so fun. That's like how I grew up. Like my mm. first concert, I think, or well, we can go way back. <laughs> the first music I ever listened to was my dad played me like All Killer No Filler by Sum 41, that album. Mm. And then I went to my first concert in like second grade. <laughs> I bought my first like mosh pit concert in like fourth grade. <laughs> and it was like Silverstein. And like oh, right. Dead the Devil Wears Prada and like these other type bands. And it was like so insane. And that was such like, a different history. With yeah, and that was that, that was like my whole like middle and high school was just going to shows like that. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, shout out the masquerade, RIP gentrification. <laughs> the West Side killed the masquerade for you. My first concert was Smash Mouth, Blues Traveler, <laughs> Sugar Ray, and Uncle Cracker. Oh my Let's god, that's go. like like those that's bands so are meant to be together. That's that's insane. <laughs> it's all the meme bands. That's yeah, what that's mean. crazy. Yeah, I saw uh, them at Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado. That's everyone you went there. Yeah, my first concert was Weird Al. Let's Yo, then, that's respect. That's like yeah, something that's to brag crazy. about. That's mm-hmm. He he that's showed fun. up like twenty minutes late. Of course. <laughs> yeah, Weird Al has had a major revival lately. Yeah, my second concert was Snoop Dogg. My that's third. So cool. Oh, what was my third? My third one was Panic of a Disco with Gabe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen them. They were fun. 
my fourth one was Gabe and I went to a music festival to see Weezer. <laughs> that oh my, that one was. I was listened to Peterson in the shower today. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, was it Lufest? It was Lufest. Uh, La yeah. Mala, we were there. I was. There. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> oh, for the Weezer one. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that's I'm crazy. Sorry, I, don't, I don't know what your guys' are opinions, and I I want to avoid like nah, artists, it. but I. Me and Brandon cannot stand the Nathaniel Radcliffe in the Night Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I, I feel like I would get his name wrong. I don't know if it's Nathaniel Radcliffe in the Night Sweat. It's Nathaniel something in the Night Sweat. Ratelift, not Radcliffe, Ratelift. Yeah, Nathaniel Ratelift. Oh, oh my God. His show <laughs> went on forever. It felt like it was years of just Nathaniel Ratelift in the Night Sweat. They played for like two hours straight. It was insane. So it was bad. torture. Set, set should be limited to twenty-five minutes max. I don't. Dude. I don't care how big you are. If you're playing for more than twenty-five minutes, I'm. I can't. Dude, I can't I'm about to throw. I some, disagree. I'm about to throw some <laughs> major shade on some Atlanta DIY music. This happened to this dude Avano, who was like, I think he's like, why? Wait, I can't remember his name. I don't want to say it wrong because I'll sound like a huge idiots <laughs> but anyways he was playing a show and like helping run a show he played guitar in my band the grandest canyon <laughs> and he played a set with these people who are pretty well known it's like coco and claire claire or like coco and claire or something i've no, i've no idea. apparently they're pretty well known now but like they <laughs> they had their set like they were allotted like 30 or 45 minutes like everyone else usually is and they had their set go on for like two hours or some shit because they were just like poor Coco and Claire Claire. And then like <laughs> they tried to like cut them off and they got so pissed. And there was this like huge post about like, like we don't like nobody knows who your band even is. And like we should be playing like we like <laughs> we it's our song, like the sound wasn't right. And I was just like, what is going on, dude? Like fuck yeah. these people. <laughs> this is so stupid. I hate when bands like do that stuff yeah we um uh when we were when we saw nathaniel rate live in the night sweats it was like it would get to like an hour and a half and then he was like that was our last song and then like they would start to leave and then turn around and then like, actually <laughs> oh my like, chuck berry's son on stage and <laughs> play for like that's cool minute. though that is yeah, very cool. That's cool. But the song still sucked uh, yeah. ass. <laughs> the songs were still horrible. That's it didn't matter who was playing though. guitar. The that's songs so were funny. still terrible. And then Weezer played for like 15 minutes less than they were supposed to because they went over their time so much. I hate <laughs> when that happens. I hate no respect. <laughs> Dude, did you hear? I used to always reference this in high school, but... <laughs> I remember, I can't remember the exact number. It was either 23 or 27, but it was like Travis Scott broke the record for the most number of times playing the same song in a row at a concert. And he played, <laughs> he played Sicko Mode or something, or like it was before, oh, it was Goosebumps. It's like he played Goosebumps like 27 times in a row or some shit. <laughs> and he would just like keep acting like it would fade out and then bring it back in. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. That's like, <laughs> that's like too. That's too much, dude. That's yeah. Alrighty. Um, I don't mean to cut things short, but we have three minutes left of this meeting, and <laughs> it is nine thirty. It's so time. I figure like it, we better call I... it. <laughs> Pretty sure we went on longer than the interview did with Justin. 
new record but yeah no yeah. thank you so much guys yeah oh, so happy awesome. to be here it so much we yeah. really appreciate it yeah yeah good, good luck with the next ones yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely check out your podcast send the yes please, please send the info our way once your first one's up would love to like subscribe and send it around or sweet it, yeah if you yeah. if you wouldn't mind like uh maybe like promoting this a little oh, bit of course story. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah of course all the help is very much appreciated. No yeah, I'm actually a I am a programmatic specialist working on YouTube. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a programmatic specialist. No, sorry, I was just making <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, Kaylee knows I YouTube down. <laughs> I, I I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I love I hate the algorithm. I'm tired of it. Right. with my test anyway my work is boring i don't want to talk about it but <laughs> no that's cool sorry i didn't mean to i didn't mean to cut <laughs> no the, the name is ridiculous the title of my job <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just got super sorry sorry so we have all i do is excel i just sit on excel. i'm cutting this off i'm cutting this off here <laughs> I'm pulling rank. I'm pulling I would rank. I would love Thank to you. Up, but we have like a minute and 30 seconds left. So um thank you guys so much. Nice yeah. says less than a minute. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your nights. You too. Uh, have a good you night. Too. Alrighty. Thank you. We'll um, uh, we'll yeah. let you guys know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right, we'll see you. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>